Today is a great day because today is Callie Dollar's birthday. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. We're going to talk more about that. Did you do your list? I did. I did my annual list. Every year, I make a list of things I learn in that year. Like as I go, I keep it in my phone and it's something I've done since I did the first one when I turned 30. I did things I learned in my 20s and then every single year. So this will be, what does that make it? The sixth annual? Yeah. Yeah. So so we'll do that in a second, but happy birthday. Thank you. Uh, Number two, uh, today's a great day. Two reasons why yesterday was a great day. Number one, I put the garbage out the night before and then got to watch as the truck came and took two weeks worth of garbage away from our house. And you did not put it anywhere near my car. So I did not have to get out of my car to move the garbage can today. Well, I did that because you don't want to deal with that at. I don't want to deal with it in the the morning. And I, I don't even like dealing with it when I get home. You know? I, well, when it, there's nothing we can do about it when you get home because that's wherever the truck guy leaves it. So if I don't watch them come and get it, I just forget about it. But I put you mean it. You don't watch them every week. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do watch them a lot, though. But I, I put the garbage all the way on the other side of the driveway because I just know what it's like to go to work that early. And you're not paying attention. You're like, who's going to be behind me? And if the garbage can was just a little too close, right. you would have knocked it. So that was the first thing. The second thing was we launched a podcast, 1022 Projects, launched a podcast with our friends Kelly and Liz. You might know Kelly as the car mom on Instagram. And as of this recording time, it is number 26 on the Apple Podcast Top 200. I think that they are going, well, no, I'm not going to say what I think they're going to do because I don't want to, you know, like mess it up. I you think they're going to go higher than 26. I'm not saying anything. Okay. I'm just, we'll talk about it some other time. Um, but I would like to say that, you know, what's really weird when we have success, I start feeling really, really insecure And I always kind of think, okay, well, maybe our, you know, the next time I do something successful, like I won't feel as insecure. But every time I do something in my life, that's like a good thing or a successful thing or whatever, I get so insecure. I actually feel myself getting better at basking in our successes. But there is a big part of me who is like, ah, we just got lucky. Yeah, Uh, I'm not not doing that. I'm just like so anxious. Like, I feel like I have a lump in my throat. Because you're worried that it's why? Well, because now I'm like, well, people are watching you now. You can like you can't oh. like don't screw it up, you know? Like, what if the next show that we launch doesn't even break the top two thousand? Like that were failures. Well, no pressure on whoever our next yeah. show is. I don't want to do that. But what I'm saying is, you know, I would be the worst Olympian ever. You know what I mean? Like you are a gold medal winner. And then everybody's watching you for your next event and all eyes are on you. That to me is like my second worst nightmare. If you are an upside listener who checked out the carpool with Kelly and Liz, thank you. Um, If you haven't, we'd love for you to go check it out. They released three episodes yesterday and then it's going to be weekly every Tuesday with some bonus episodes sprinkled in like, um, if she does like a car review midweek or something like that, we might drop those in um, midweek. 
And congratulations to Kelly and Liz for being a top. I feel the fact that it's the top 200 list makes me feel like I have to explain it every time. But there's two. You do. There's two million podcasts and they're and they're number 20. What did you say? They're 26 right now. So Kelly and Liz, you're amazing. The upside means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful for my birthday girl, my very favorite Mm. birthday girl. Whoa, even over Ellie? Yeah, because Ellie hijacked my birthday month. So I would be totally fine if we didn't acknowledge her birthday, (gasps) to be honest with you. How dare you say that? I am the Scorpio in this family. And then she shows up. I mean, if she showed up afterwards so that her birthday could have been in the shadow of mine, that would have been okay. You think she's outshining you? But the fact that she showed up like a week before, come on. I have news for you. She's going to outshine you for the rest of our lives. Except for maybe when you're like really old and you're like cute. And then you're like a, you know what I mean? Where you hit an age, probably like in your 90s, where you stop being like, you start being cute. Like everything you do is cute because you're old. Because you're old, yeah. 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 Well, happy birthday, Callie. I'm grateful for you. My name is Callie. I am grateful for another year of life, a really good year of life. Um, When I was 35, I had Ellie James and that was like the greatest. It's been the greatest experience of my life for sure. And I got to do that with you, which is a bonus. Every year I write down what I've learned in the past year, one, so I can remember it because I think it's really cool to reflect on. But the reason I started it is because I was like, you know what? When I turned 30, I'm like, it would be really cool. I think my kids would want to see this one day. Like it's not stories about my life, but it's just life lessons that I want them to know, uh, you know, as they get older and they can hear it, have it all in one little book. So Jeff Dollar, are you ready for my lessons I learned at age 35. Now, this isn't 35 lessons, is it? Like, do I have to go get a snack and a glass of no, water? No, it's four Oh, this year. okay, good. Mm-hmm. All right. So four lessons Callie learned in her 35 years. And you can in jump in and we can, we can talk about these because I think that they're very, like, yeah, but universal. Yeah, but they're your lessons. I'm not going to debate you on them. No, I'm oh, not okay. saying for debate, but I'm saying you can agree slash motivate. Got it. But you okay. cannot disagree with me because it is my birthday. Got it. Got it. <laughs> um, number one, no pain at its worst lasts forever. You may carry a part of pain with you to some degree your whole life, but there is always hope and it won't always be horrible. Where did that come from? Where did that come from? Yeah, like what happened in your 35th year to make you? It's interesting because I can't remember, but I wrote it down towards like the beginning of the year. So I think probably I was thinking about the pain of like our miscarriage and the really, really bad year we we had when we had the miscarriage and you got fired and things were just really, really hard. Um, And I remember that pain and, and I still do. I'm sure I'll always care carry like part of it, but it's not that moment does not define 
it, you're not going to be in pain forever. If you are in the depths of pain right now, know that as much as it hurts with each day that goes on, it will get, even if it's just a tiny, tiny sliver better. Sometimes I don't think pain, like somebody, I remember somebody once saying like they didn't want the pain to, to be diminished. Um, I saw like an interview. It was a, yeah, real, it's a celebrity interview. Yeah. They, His mom died. Um, no, it's not that one. I know what you're oh, Okay. It, it was, it wasn't a celebrity. It was somebody talking about like thinking that they were afraid that the pain from losing, I think they lost like two kids in a car wreck or something. And they were afraid that as years went on, if the pain diminished, that would mean that they were losing their love for the people or they were worried about that. And then they realized the pain never goes away. It just becomes tolerable and you can live with it Mm -hmm. and it becomes more monotone rather than sure. And I thought that was a really good perspective because that ties into the interview you were talking about where pain or grief is just un- verbalized love on it's yeah it's a love that was cut too short yeah yeah so uh number two going in in really deep at the beginning i know number two well these are in chronological order of like how i learned them yeah um number two is actually a listener said this to me this year and i wish i could remember who it is because i would say thank you five million times because it really did change my perspective but Number two is work will not be with you on your deathbed and burnout doesn't make you better at your job. Like the the people who are always like, I'm so busy. I don't even have a minute to come up for air. Well, the busy like, people. And I think let's for stop me, romanticizing that. Well, for me, I someone said to me, you know, you don't it, when you're feeling guilty about leaving, you know, work at a decent hour to go be with Ellie or whatever, just know that your, your family are going to, they're going to be the ones that are next to you on your deathbed. Work will not work as temporary in whatever you capacity that you do it. Even if you own your own business, you know, it is temporary and burnout and being to a point of burnout and exhaustion doesn't make you better at your job. It actually means that you're not able to give your job a hundred percent. Um, and for me as a business owner, that, that kind of like, I, I tuck away all these like business notes about what I want our company to be like in the future. And if I have burnt out employees, I'm not doing something well, because I don't want people, I don't want burnt out employees. I want employees that can come in and, and give all they have to give that day. Got it. Um, and if you need the day, take the day. Right. Number three, the ability to pivot will help you in every aspect pivot. of your life. Pivot. The tricky part is- Pivot. No- Are you done? It's a friend's reference. You should be overjoyed. That was my birthday gift. I, do you even know the episode, though? Yes. Oh, you do? Okay. That's when they're moving the couch. I thought you were kind of making fun of me. And Ross is at the top of the stairs, and they're trying to take it around the corner, mm-hmm. and Rachel and Joey are behind, and he wants them to pivot. Yeah. Uh, the tricky part is knowing when to pivot and when to stand pivot. firm. Pivot. Okay, and the last- Sorry, so I will say, I didn't even hear a word you just said, so say that one again. The ability to pivot will help you in every aspect of your life. The tricky part is knowing when to pivot and when to stand firm. Man, didn't the whole world learn that over the past two years? Well, and it's such a valuable thing. Someone said to me, um, 
ready. It's a quote on my desk and I'm forgetting what the exact quote is. Um, but basically always be, no, always be willing to pivot. And that just makes you a part of the solution always and not part of the problem. You know, that's yeah, that's good. Yeah. Number four, share your ideas. Ideas aren't facts. They're ideas. There is no wrong idea. They can be taken as is. They can be grown. They can be, and they can have the potential to change the world. You silencing your own ideas will not change anything in your own life. That's my favorite one. Is it? Yep. Why? Of your four. Because it's, it's so true that I think there's a lot of people who get intimidated to speak up because they don't want to be wrong when what they're sharing is merely an opinion or a perspective or a possible solution. Hi, it's me. Or a concept. Since I was like four, but yeah, continue. That's it. Like you don't want to, I've been in meetings with people who just sit there silently and take it all in or whatever. And then randomly a month later, they'll meekly say, yeah, you know what I was going to say? Because I didn't think that was the best idea. And then they'll just drop something brilliant. Yeah, go, I think. I, I think didn't want to say in front of everybody, what if I was wrong? Opinions can't be wrong. I still struggle with that. Um, I think I struggled with that with you for a long time. Um, and actually, when when I had my like tarot card reading a couple of weeks ago, Kelly said, you need to be more assertive with your ideas. Like you have good ideas. And you know, Jeff has a lot of experience, but that doesn't mean that you also don't have good ideas that you can contribute. And I also feel that way at work. Like, I feel like it's hard sometimes that when you have, when there's a pecking order, you can feel like people don't care what you have to say or don't want to hear what you say. But I would like to like stomp on that a million times because they're just because someone's paid more than you or has a bigger title doesn't mean that they know more than you. And I think really successful, smart people uh, surround themselves with people who are equally as smart, if not smarter than they are to help, you know, everything grow. Two things to remember with that. One is if you are in a management position or if you're an employee, either one, I guess, the managers don't have the experience of the frontline workers, right? So the guy who sits at McDonald's corporate and comes up with policies on a way to make a cheeseburger faster or whatever, if you're the person standing at the grill, you need to verbalize like what is working and not working about their current methodology because the guy, the scientist who's come, who's building the new oven doesn't know, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That if they come out too fast, it backs things up even more or whatever. So the most vet, the people who are actually doing the work are the ones with the most valuable ideas because mm-hmm. they're thinking of solutions while they're working the little ketchup squirter. They're like this thing plugs, clogs up all the time. Yeah. You know what they got to do? They got to make watery or ketchup. It's like the moral of the story on every episode of Undercover Boss. Yes. That's number (laughs) one. And number two, another reason that you should always spit out your ideas and don't be intimidated. For me, I have a ton of ideas. I think 100% of them are great. And I don't care where the seed is. I don't care if it was my original idea, if it was somebody else's. I think everyone is beautiful and I nurture it and flourish it. And I try to make it, I want every idea to become, every idea seed to become a tree. That is true. But 
my best thinking comes when other people are giving me seeds. Mm-hmm. So you could come to me and say, hey, the ketchup thing always gets clogged. And then I'm like, let's solve that. And then I just start spitting out ideas. 99 of them are going to be stupid and won't work. But from that little seed, one of them might be decent. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So don't be intimidated. And then other p- people can be like, oh, you know what else is really efficient that we do? We should tack this onto the ketchup right. thing. And then you're like, whoa, okay, I didn't even know that was a thing. And then better, stronger ideas come out of that. So Yeah. Well, happy yes. birthday. Thank, Thank you. I, I was at Publix, uh, the grocery store, the, the day before yesterday. And the strangest thing happened. And I don't, I'm not sure. I don't know if the person just got embarrassed um, or if, if I did something offensive. I probably did something offensive and awkward. But I went to the grocery store, was leaving. I had Ellie. So even though I was only buying like three things, I got a cart, you know, cause I, she's heavy. And I, when I took her out of the cart seat, I must've knocked her boot off and I didn't notice it. So a woman, as I'm walking across the parking lot, she's like, excuse me, sir, sir. And I turn around and look and she holds up Ellie's one tiny little boot. boot mm-hmm. Right. And I go, oh my gosh, thank you. And I turn around and as I'm walking back towards her, she cocks her arm back and throws the boot at Ellie and I overhand hard to, to the point where like, if it, it wouldn't have hurt, but like you wouldn't want to, it was just oddly hard to throw at a baby. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And it ended up going like it was like six feet wide, like it came nowhere near us, but she chucked it hard and turned around and walked back in. And I said, thank you. But that sounded snotty. I said, thank you or thanks. Like I said, it tried to say it friendly. Mm-hmm. And she almost gave like a dismissive wave and went back into the store. What possibly could I have um, done to warrant. I don't think it's you. First of all, you don't know what her experience. She was not like. an employee. She was a customer. She don't know what her like day has been like so far. And, but she was so polite to bring it out to us and notice she obviously saw it fall. Yeah. Second thing, maybe she was trying to be respectful of social distancing and the fact that we have a baby and she was throwing it at you to and accidentally like did it too hard. Like you have no idea. She could be like listening to a podcast, totally not even paying attention. She, it, it, it is not about you. And then she was like, embarrassed. I know you hate to hear that. And then she was embarrassed or something. I don't think she was I embarrassed. Like I think she just sometimes there, have, there are sometimes in my day where I'm like, I'll do something or say something. And I'm like, that was weird. Why did I do that? Or why did I, you know what I mean? Like, so you I, think she was in the store five minutes later picking out spaghetti sauce and she's like, oh my God, I made that so awkward. Maybe. Hmm. Okay. Maybe. Uh, all right. I w- want to run down this uh, list of things that's that that I saw uh, on a website that apparently I was clueless to. Um, but I'm not alone. I just want to know if you and I are in the same club, okay? Okay. Do you know why when you leave store... There's a thing that says like four feet, five feet, six feet, seven feet. Yes, I do. Why? So if you rob it or something on your way out, they get like surveillance footage view 
and they know how tall you are. Or an employee sees it and they can like see you walking by it and they're like, oh, that guy was six feet tall. I had no idea that's what that you was You didn't? Have you, you go into banks, like they always have them at banks and stuff. Zero idea. Zero idea. Uh, did you know that you should not keep eggs and dairy products in your fridge door? I did not. Uh, but do people do that? Where do we keep our butter? Oh, but that's, isn't that a, a butter compartment? Yeah. I also, I'm pretty sure that, that my parents' fridge has an egg compartment in the door, I think. But apparently that's the warmest part of the fridge, so you're not supposed to do that. Um, did you know that if you have a top-load washer that doesn't have a spot to put um, soap in to, that you're supposed to put the detergent in first? I got to tell you, I think we talked about this on the show, like right when we started podcasting, but you, as you may or may not recall, I didn't even know that you were supposed to put it in a dispenser. We've had the same washing machine for five years. Remember I was putting it, putting my clothes in, then putting the stuff on top and then getting annoyed that it would leave blue streaks. Do you remember that? Yes, vaguely. And also and the fact- like, oh my gosh, why are you so dumb? And then your mind was blown at the fabric softener thing too, right? What about the fabric softener? That there's a dispenser for it, that the fabric softener Oh, yeah, on. these are just very fancy. You, I married into you being very fancy. <laughs> I did not have these things. Okay, and um, this one, you're only supposed to wash your denim um, one uh, after 10 wears. Oh, yeah. I Well, mine doesn't go that long. My, I do mine when it starts to, like, stretch out. But you know who said that? I think it was, like, Tommy Hilfiger says that he never – ever, ever washes jeans because it's not how they were meant to be. That cannot be a good smell in basement. Well, if you're, well, it's Tommy Hilfiger. So I assume that he's like rich enough that he just cycles through one pair. Of Wears day, it know? like three days and then tosses it. I mean, if you're making the jeans in theory, you should only be able to wear them once. But yeah, yeah. Don't wash your jeans. Ladies and gentlemen, please give it up for your next comedian here at Ellie's Comedy Club. You're going to love this guy. Welcome to the stage, Dad. Not a lot of people know this, but I used to have an addiction. I used to be addicted to the hokey pokey. And then I turned myself around. We are super excited to be working with Perky Prints, who are one of our newest advertisers. Perky Prints transforms ordinary photos from your phone into one-of-a-kind black-and-white portraits, bringing you the look of a studio-quality portrait without the hassle or cost of professional photography. They specialize in pet portraits, but they also work with portraits of babies, kids, couples, and families. Let me just tell you, they sent us a package with their work, and it is incredible. I took a photo of Ellie months ago on the floor in a hedgehog outfit with like our messy house in the background. And they turned it into a printed photo that made it look like we had an all out super fancy photo shoot. It is awesome. I have a photo framed on my desk of Ellie. We have magnets with Lily and Sadie's faces on our fridge. You can get ornaments. You can get sweatshirts. We even have t-shirts with Lily and Sadie's faces and they're coming up out of the pocket of the t-shirt. And I can't look at it without laughing. It's hysterical. Do not sleep on this offer or this company. 
We love them. And this is an amazing Valentine's Day gift idea for the pet parent in your life. Right now, they're offering you 10% off with the code UPSIDE at checkout when you go to perkyprints.com. That's P-E-R-K-I-E-P-R-I-N-T-S.com and use the code UPSIDE for 10% off. Here is the best way to describe Athletic Greens. It is the one thing with the best things. Athletic Greens uses the best of the best products based on the latest science with constant product iterations and updates and third-party testing. Athletic Greens is going to deliver to you the vitamins, the minerals, the supplements, all of this stuff that your body needs to be healthy in one simple 10-ounce glass of water. It's so easy. I use athletic greens every single morning. You know, one of my resolutions was to make sure the first thing I put in my body every day was a glass of water. You can take that water to the next level with athletic greens, just one scoop in 10 ounces of water. It tastes delicious and it is loading your body up with everything it needs to be healthy. It's going to boost your immune system. It's going to help you with energy. It's going to help you with focus. It even helps you with sleeping. Right now, you can get a great deal on Athletic Greens because you're an Upside listener. You're going to get a one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D plus five free travel packs with your first purchase. Go to athleticgreens.com slash upside. That's athleticgreens.com slash upside. Take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Meal prepping can be difficult. And especially right now when you never know what the grocery store is going to have in stock, ButcherBox makes our lives tremendously easier. ButcherBox is a subscription service that takes the guesswork out of finding high quality meat. They source their meat from partners with the highest standards for quality. No more searching the grocery store for 100% grass-fed beef or free-range or organic chicken and more. Here's what I love so much about ButcherBox. ButcherBox, it makes it easy. They send you between 8 to 14 pounds of meat, and they pack it fresh, but they ship it frozen. We always just throw it in our freezer when we get it, and we always have high-quality protein like waiting for us in the freezer, so I don't have to hunt anything down at the store and pivot meal plans whenever the store doesn't have what we want to eat for dinner. I've told you we have ground beef in our freezer. We also keep chicken breast stocked because I like to throw it in the slow cooker with a jar of salsa, makes the best chicken tacos. This is your chance to never have to shop for ground beef again. That's right. ButcherBox is giving new members free ground beef for life. Sign up at butcherbox.com upside and get two pounds of ground beef free in every order for the life of your membership. Log on to butcherbox.com slash upside to claim this deal. Three random things brought to you this week by Snow Days Pizza Bites. Snowdays.com slash upside for a great deal. The Pizza Bites adults remember eating as a kid, but without the junk. Callie, you are a tiger. The Lunar New Year kicked off yesterday, and it is the year of the tiger. Tigers were born in 2010. 98, 86. Ooh, that is me. 74, 62, 50. Um, I guess it's every 12 years, it looks like. Um, people born in the year of the tiger tend to be powerful, rebellious. Oh, I don't think I'm rebellious. Dynamic, adventurous, fiery, impulsive, and unpredictable. I don't think I'm any of those You're things. not. If I was to describe you, I would say that you're predictable, 
not at all impulsive, not really that adventurous. You're dynamic. You got a lot of facets to your personality, facets. Mm -hmm. Not rebellious at all. Not rebellious. No, I'm a rule follower. Like a ridiculous rule follower. Like... Do you try to get her to drink a glass of milk from a carton that expired that day? Not happening. She's like, wait a minute. What time did it expire? Because um, if it expired at noon, I don't want to drink this at 5 p.m. Uh, all right. Uh, my second random thing is, oh, you know why I included this one? Because yesterday, Callie came home from work. It was the day that we had launched the carpool. So it was very exciting for us. So, so we were like pumped about that. Callie had gotten home from work and we were trying to bang a couple things out in the studio um, before like our neighborhood has landscapers that come every Tuesday and they're really aggressive with the leaf. Like they just, uh, we have like a 10 by 10 yard. Yeah. Like it's not really a yard. It's like a thing. And and this, I assume we're renting, but I assume it comes with like the HOA. So they just yeah. come and like, you know, do their thing. Um, but it's very loud and it lasts for a really long time considering none of us really have yards. And so, so I just wanted to hang out and chill with Callie and she's like, we got to go record. We got to go record. We got to get in the studio, record the stuff we have to record. We I was like, they're coming. Well, here's, here's, um, what I would like to say to you. Uh, if you've had a hard day chatting with your significant other, when you get home, just 10 minutes, Recapping the events of the day can help you rebound, re rebound, can help you rebound from stress because talking to a loved one stimulates the brain's production of a mood boosting, stress reducing hormone. So, or chemical. So, um, if you are feeling stressed, make 10 minutes to talk to your significant other, even if the leaf blowers are coming. And my third random thing, um, Again, pick this one out because of something we talked about on the show last week. If you flirt and get no reaction, you might not be getting rejected. Only one in three men and one in five women can actually and accurately detect when someone is flirting with them. So usually when Jeff flirts with me, he's pulling my hair or tickling, doing something. It's a very fourth grade playground. Like, I, I, like so I, probably like, younger. Like probably Ellie's going to experience that in like the next three years of her life. Um, like if I'm flirting with Callie, I just run up to her and I kick her, and then I run to the other side of the playground. Pretty much. So those are my three random things. I have a super pup alert. We haven't done one of these in a while, but today's is sponsored by Perky Prince. Perky Prince turns your photos into studio quality portraits. Get 10% off your order when you go to perkyprince.com and use the code UPSIDE. If you need a smile on your face, even if you're not shopping for a pet related gift, even if you don't know anybody with pets, just go to perkyprince.com and look at the pictures. Hilarious. It oh looks like those, um, you remember the artwork? It was super in, like, I think for a while people were finding them at home goods, but they were the funny pictures of animals, like on a white background. Uh -huh. I have some in my office. That's like basically what they sent of Ellie. Yeah. Like Ellie wearing a hedgehog suit and she was like in the middle of the floor, but they like, you know, photoshopped all that out, threw her on a white background and it looks like one of those like studio quality. So cute. Portraits. It's so dang cute. Um, this super pup alert is about a dog that was on the side of the freeway walking down the side of the freeway. So some troopers in New Hampshire pulled over 
and they try to like, you know, get the dog to safety. Cause yeah. of course, hello, if you're our kind of people and you see a dog on the side of the freeway, that's just walking down the freeway. Guess what? You're stopping. So there are people. Callie and I, by the way, will stop 100% of the time because in, in our, as dog owners, luckily neither one of our dogs are like bolters. Like they don't go taken off when the door opens, but someday that'll happen. And we want to have a lot of deposits in the, in the lost dog. Jeff and I bank. will like take dogs out of people's yards. If they don't look like that's their yard. Like if the dog looks like it's exploring and it doesn't live there, we'll go like check the tag and call the person. And then people are like, the dog be like, is that your dog? They're like, yeah, it is my dog. It's on a leash in my, it's on a rope <laughs> in my yard. I'm like, we're like, we just want to make no, sure. I just, I just, you know, I didn't want to make sure the dog didn't wander into your yard and tie itself up and go into that dog house and drink that water. Yeah. I just wanted to make sure. We're like the citizens patrol of pets. <laughs> Anyways, so uh, these New Hampshire state troopers um, pull over. They try to get close to the dog. And every time they got close to the dog, the dog would like run a little bit further away. That's the worst kind of panic when you're and trying then, to help a dog near traffic. I know. But it would turn around and look at them like, hello, are you guys coming here? Well, it turns out that the dog was alerting them to the fact that their owner's car had gone off the side of the road down into a ditch Come on. and they needed medical assistance. And apparently they were like super duper injured. Like they needed real medical assistance, could not get out of their car, were totally stuck. And the dog's name is Tinsley and Tinsley alerted the troopers and took them to where his humans were Stuck in a car. So the cops after couldn't, a car crash. You couldn't see the car from the road. Nope. Airbags or whatever knocked out the driver mm-hmm. and the dog leapt out the window and said, I'll save you. Yeah. And they went to, they took the troopers right to a damaged section of guardrail and they were like, Hey, hi, my people are there and um, they need help. So follow me this way, please. Um, so Tinsley, I just thought that was so sweet. The trooper said that um, the guys would not have survived the night because it was freezing cold. Sure. Um, and so Tinsley is a hero. Oh, it's a girl dog. I'm sorry. Sorry, Tinsley. And to be rewarded, she was going to get some venison, a burger, and some really good scratches. Tinsley, you are this week's Upside Super Pup. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. We would love to stay in touch with you by text. Text the word UPSIDE to 800-434-5454 and then save it in your phone as Callie and Jeff. I think I'm doing a really good job this year and I just need a little bit of reassurance from you. You do not want any sort of birthday celebration and I am not, I am not pressuring you. I am not asking you more than once. Well, maybe I'm not asking you more than three times, but we are just going to let this week go by. Ellie's probably going to make you some cupcakes or something, but other than that, no celebration for Callie. Is that what you want? That is what I want. And people right. always think that I'm being like, I don't, I don't know. I'm just like, yeah, I don't really like, I don't want a celebration. Like I like hanging out with you and I like hanging out with Ellie and you know, I mean, but I don't, I just don't, I've never like loved birthdays. I love birthday cake. So that is an option, but, but I you don't just, even want me to invite a few people over and no, I just don't like people staring at me and all the me. It wears me out. It's not fun for me. My idea of a perfect birthday would be hanging out with you and Ellie, like maybe going to get a massage, maybe eating a cupcake and being done with the whole day. Like that would be fantastic. My, I just visualized 
Ellie face down in one of those massage tables that have the hole cut out for for the face. Oh my gosh. At her current age, getting a tiny little massage. That would be the cutest thing ever. First and foremost, happy birthday, Callie. And are you kidding me? The woman in the house across the street from the girl in the window is a comedy? That movie or streaming series messed with my mind and I am like a huge armchair expert fan thanks to you, Jeff. And so I watched it because Kristen Bell's in it. And I was like, what is happening? And it's good. I thought it was about trauma or PTSD or And then the ending, what? That was a comedy? That scared the crap out of me. No, not a comedy. I don't even want to know that kind of dark sense of humor. Blech. Okay. Happy birthday, Callie. Love you. Bye. When you were a kid, there was nothing better than raiding the freezer and finding something delicious, like pizza bites. And then you would suck down half the bag while you're watching TV or playing video games. Guess what? Those weren't the healthiest things for you. Guess what? Times have changed. Snow Days Pizza Bites give you the same delicious pizza bite experience for you and your kids, but with none of the junk. These are the pizza bites that you remember eating as a kid, but they are much healthier for you. It's an easy appetizer for parties. It's an easy snack or meal for your kids, and they have amazing flavors. Classic cheese, veggie white and sausage, and they've got buffalo chicken. They're organic, they're grain and gluten-free, grass-fed and free-range cheeses and proteins. Talking healthy, over one gram of protein in each bite, and you can get $15 off your first order by going to snowdays.com slash upside. That's S-N-O-W-D-A-Y-S dot com slash upside and get snow days delivered right to your door. So good. And you know what? They're healthy. Hi, Kelly and Jeff. This is Amy. Um, I always say that you just speak to me um, and what's going on in my life. But I can not say that more um, when I listen to the episode where you played letter of the day. Clap, clap. It's the letter of the day constantly is Elmo in my head. I have a 17-month-old, and we've been listening since he was six months old. So that is always, always, always in my head. Thanks for making me laugh this morning. Love you guys. Have a great day. Definitely remove the pillow for even nap times. That little smart smooch can fold it, stack it, and end up landing on our head if we're not careful in the time you're in the bathroom. Have a great day and remove that. Hi, this is Penny calling from Wesley Chapel, Florida. Um, I just wanted to weigh in on how you do your scale, your rating on Friday between 1 and 10. I really like that you're sticking to the more traditional um, rating. And on those days where you are celebrating the birth of Ellie or your wedding day, those are extra credit days. If you're thinking about if you're thinking about it being rated like for school grades or whatever, um, you can think of those really good days as extra credit days. You know how exciting it would be to get 105% on your test or whatever. Anyway, those are my thoughts for what they're worth. Have a great day. Bye. Hey guys, it's Amy in Indianapolis uh, calling to share. There is actually a book out by Dr. Gary Smalley, and it is called Love is a Decision. 
Um, and the way I kind of believe is that love can be something that you feel, like it can be a feeling. But, and I think this is with kids and with relationships, is that you don't always feel that warm and fuzzy feeling every single day of your life. And some days you, some days it's a nice feeling and some days you just have to choose it. Some days you, it's nothing, nowhere near like liking someone, but some days you might wake up and, you know, see your kids or see your spouse and be like, ugh, not today. So at that point you have to choose love. So just something to kick around. Have a great day. Bye. I wanted to just call in because I ordered dinner fare and I had the first meal last night. Um, it was it was delicious. It was so easy. The biggest thing, oh my gosh, I just love that it cuts so much stress out of my life in the evenings. Um, I had been doing a meal kit and I'm not kidding you. I'd be in there double the time they said with the, all the prep and, you know, it was terrible. So on top of everything, full-time job, child, and then decided to get a puppy. Um, definitely don't have time to be in the kitchen for hours after work. So I'm just so grateful for Dinner Affair. I would have probably never known about it if it wasn't for you guys. And um, I love to just tell everybody, I didn't realize they did this. They give you the nutritional information, like how many carbs and all that. And my husband is a type 1 diabetic, and he always very helpful for him to know the amount of carbs because that's how he works figures out his um, insulin so that's also a bonus I didn't know that so I just wanted to say thank you so much and I am really loving it bye 